Welcome to Rooted Within with Lily and Dan, a podcast that shines a spotlight on positive change makers, sharing their stories of legacy, inspiration, and impact. Each episode, Lily and Dan will speak to individuals who have made their dreams a reality, exploring their journeys, mindset shifts, and what motivated them. Join us as we explore the lives of those who are making a difference and let their stories inspire you to achieve your own goals. So I said goodbye to everyone. Everyone was like, what? You're living? Really? He's like, yeah, I'm living. Why are you going? Dubai? Are you really going to Dubai? Yeah, because back then in 2010, Dubai was not as appealing as what it is today. Talking uh, about kids as well, ah, you know, okay. parents being not too far, family mm. being not too far as well. I think that was the moment where we could have okay. been like a bit more like on a quieter uh, position. And uh, we decided to move back to, uh, to Geneva. When you have two babies screaming, crying 24-7 for a couple of weeks and basically you go to the office in the morning, yep. people, like they're crying, you leave your wife behind and it's like, don't go. <laughs> yes, it was a matter of being adventurous again in a different environment, having kids to take mm-hmm. care of as well. And for me, I always wanted to give my kids an international education as well. Rooted Within with Lily and Dan. Dan. Good afternoon, Lily. How are See, you? It doesn't work if you try and say Lily first, because if you do, it's just going to like completely combobulate us. <laughs> combobulate? Is that what you just said? Combobulate. Have you not heard I that word I have never before? heard of it's that It's when word. your brain combobulates. <laughs> sort of like what's happening to our guest right now going, where what? am I? Who are these people? And why are we combobulating? <laughs> this is so random. Anyway, we often go off on a tangent. So before we do, I'm going to invite Boris Carot. I'm, I'm going to try to say it with a French accent, but no, the pure mank comes out. Welcome. Thank you, Dan. So to Rita to our podcast, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Nice to see you guys. It's good to have you here. Cheers, thank you. Yeah. Well, you guys you guys haven't seen each other in a while or you've reconnected recently? I mean, like, recently? personally, we saw each other at an event a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I saw you at the STEP conference. It was like uh, through the Marketing Society. Ooh, Marketing yeah. Society that was, yeah. But yeah. like in general, no, because I knew you 10 plus years ago when you were working with Adidas through Serena. something like Was it really yeah. that long ago? Yeah, it was 10 years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a lot has changed since then, which we're going to get into, I think, in this less episode. Less white hair, you know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> you have less white hair now, you have more. <laughs> I'd go with less. It's less now. I've less got hair more. at all. Oh, oh, less hair. These are less white hair. I'm going to say, I've got more white hair. I'm going to be really grey right now. Well, I actually got the hairdresser to like, she came to pull one out. I go, no, 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 no. Cut it. Cut it. Get rid. Cut. If you pull, no. Apparently it grows more. Anyway, it's not about us. It's about our guest. So I guess, you know, tell a little bit about yourself. And yeah, because obviously I knew you from the from the Adidas days, but I'm sure there's a, a story before then and where you're at right now. Yeah, yeah, true. So so my name is Boris Caro in a French accent. There you go. And you say uh, it really well. You say it like a proper well, French person. Yeah, French. I, have, I have 40 years of experience in my name, so a bit less, I'd say. But uh, so I'm French, obviously. I grew up in North Africa, actually. I grew up in uh, Algeria. Uh, really? My were expats uh, there for a couple of years before moving to France when I was three years old and lived a long time in France. So uh, you weren't born in France? I was born in France, France. but then my parents flew back to Algeria straight away when I was like 15 days, something like wow. this. So I was like super young. I don't recall anything from I this time. I was going to say, did honest. you have any memories? No, not much. No. Well, I have, but I don't know if it's coming from my actual or brain. Or the stories. Or the stories and the pictures and everything. But uh, I stayed like in France for like 
many, many years in Lyon. So next to, uh, not far from Geneva, okay. which is important for the mm. next uh, part of the story. I uh, did a business school uh, in France, uh, studied in the UK as well, in London a little bit, uh, in Germany a little bit as well. I uh, did some internships, like pretty much everywhere in Europe as well, which was pretty cool. Well, what were your internships? Uh, I worked uh, in a hotel in Germany because I wanted to learn German back then, which was like mission impossible. Yeah. Uh, Can you speak German now? Uh, ambition, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Uh, I give me some beer. I speak a better. Of course, very, I mean, with everybody, everyone, everyone becomes yeah, fluent in yeah, German. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fluent in Spanish after a few drinks. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Anything Korean a bit as well. Yeah, there you go. Who knows? And then I, uh, I eventually started my career in uh, Geneva. I was working for a recruitment agency. How'd you uh, go from? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty random. Uh, my my objective by then, you know, when you live in Lyon you know that actually working in Geneva is actually a good deal because salaries are higher, I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Yeah. Uh, the quality of life is pretty cool. So mm-hmm. the lake, the mountains, yeah. uh, it's pretty beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful that as well. World. Yeah, and my objective back then was to work in the watch uh, watch industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, just try to get a job there. But why the watch enough. industry? I, I think it's because of the product, the storytelling behind yeah. the brands as well. And uh, I, don't, I don't really know, actually. But uh, yeah, that was something that was really triggering my intention. Because my intention that's something, that. obviously, like you do. You're a marketer. You, you, you yeah. tell stories for brands. Yeah, I try at least. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. do. That's, uh, that was the idea to work for one of those big brands based in Geneva. And I really tried a lot. But it's well, it would be really a, It would be a very solid career, like quite a stable career if you got into that field, right? I think I would still be there probably. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, who knows? You know, it's also good also to travel the world for yeah. some other reasons. So, but eventually, I got a job in a recruitment agency, one of the big guys out there, uh, and I was uh, I was interning there. I was actually hiring, like uh, recruiting for marketing jobs and uh, doing some stuff like this. It's a long time ago. It's two thousand. Mm. 2006. And uh, the challenge I had is that all the cool jobs that I was seeing, I was actually more interested by those jobs than what I was doing back then. So so eventually I managed to get a job at Ralph Lauren uh, and they had a yeah, European Aquarius based in Geneva. So that was pretty cool to work for Ralph Lauren there in marketing. So stayed stayed a few years uh, there. Uh, but how do you how do you make that transition to go from HR to marketing? It was yeah, if you know, it was uh, it was uh, I was young. I was uh, mm. like I just graduated. So uh, like mm. at this stage, I think it's an easy one because you you're like a sponge. You can learn yeah. and you start yeah. from and it's the very level. bottom as well. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it was just an opportunity. Mm. I was very lucky. I got the job to be honest. And uh, when I told my parents, it was actually an internship as well at Ralph Lauren. And I told my parents, well, I'm not going to stay in the recruitment agency and they were offering me like a real job back then I said I don't want that I'm going to get an internship for Ralph Lauren they were like are you kidding me are you mad <laughs> get the contract yeah. get the yeah. salary don't do it I was like ah, no I don't feel like I don't feel like it move into the fashion world and uh Totally by accident, uh, to be honest. And uh, would you consider yourself fashionable at the time? Were you interested uh, in fashion? Not at all. Not, yeah. not at all. I had no interest in fashion. Yeah, like a very basic interest, I yeah. would say. But something uh, it's a very interesting industry. Yeah, and it was really cool. And I, I, I think I was very lucky because I was working in a small department. The marketing department was really tiny, and the atmosphere was amazing. So my imagine. colleagues were amazing. They're still friends. We're still friends. You know, like uh, most of them came to my wedding a couple of years ago. Uh, mm, most of them left also Geneva. Most of them left Ralph Lauren, but it's really good. You know, we still have a very strong connection together. Yeah. And I think it shaped a lot of who I am today to be working with those guys who are like older than me as well. I was kind of the, like, uh, the, like the, the, the young kid, you know, like on the team. And uh, they helped me a lot, honestly, uh, to, to do. Uh, how, how did they shape you? I think by, well, by teasing me a lot, <laughs> a lot, I would say. And yeah, just like uh, showing me that, you know, it was not only about what you're really working on, but being curious about mm-hmm. like, 
the importance of culture as well. Some, I, some like uh, I would say like Mathieu, Thomas, if you'll be listening to that as listening to that as well at some point. Like they, they were sharing a lot like, about like the culture impact, music, art, fashion, entertainment, yeah. and uh, I got into it a lot afterwards. Mm. And I and now I really love it. For the past like 15 years, I've loved it now, and uh, yeah, that uh, that helped uh, that helped a lot. So yeah, worked for four years and a half at Ralph, which was uh, great for me. So I was mm. in charge uh, at the end for um, I was in charge of the. Uh, kids line of Ralph Lauren which was quite fun I was the only yeah. boy within like a girl environment also okay. which was uh, quite fun and uh, also quite young again compared to the others yeah. and at some point you know I was with my girlfriend we became my wife afterwards and we're like okay we're in Geneva good life simple you know can't complain about our salary can't complain about anything family mm. next door friends but I think that was not enough you know yeah. especially me I wanted to I don't know I wanted to travel the world again I wanted to do something else so started to explore let's say some opportunities internally what, to move what was, to what was the not enough feeling i think uh this um sentiment of being in your comfort zone you know okay. a bit too much and yeah. you want to challenge a bit yourself a bit more as well like, is this it yeah that's it do i see myself doing this for the next 40 years and i guess in geneva you can be quite comfortable it's a great standard of living yeah. you can there's a lot of people who just stay there for a long time yeah. but uh, that's not me that's not who i am you know like uh, every time i get too comfortable i well was it was it a case of all of a sudden you got to a point where you're like, if you look 10 years in the future, or 20 years in the future, you, you'd know exactly where you are. Uh, if you continued down this path and it's like, okay, right, what's next is to get married, have kids. And, and you could literally yeah. see the path. Probably, yes, yeah. probably. But it's also about, okay, like Geneva is a small city. So in terms of opportunities, not all the time, but most of the time, you know, you will need to pack your stuff and go somewhere else, mm. which is also quite a bit of a challenge because you've done that, guys, as yeah. well. You need to say goodbye to everyone, which is quite heavy and complicated yeah but i like the restart as well because it gives you also like a new chance to do new things discover new people discover new places as well so at some point i had done that a lot during my studies and i felt like after like four or five years it was time for me to do it again mm. so said goodbye to everyone everyone was like what you're living really it's like yeah i'm living why are you going dubai are you really going to dubai yeah because back then in 2010 dubai was not as appealing as what it is today. You know, it was yeah. a big... Well, no, it was, it was just after the recession. It was right after the recession. Yeah. But on top of that, I don't know, like the, the perception, especially in, in, in Geneva and in France, you know, like French are quite stubborn mm. as well. They have a very preconcise idea of many things. Mm. Yeah. And Dubai as well. And they're always yeah. right. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know the French that well. I do. <laughs> yes, we are. And, uh, and, uh, and I feel like uh, at some point, you know, uh, I'm like, well, let's just go there and, decide by, my, by myself it's the right uh, place for me or not and uh, yeah I moved to Dubai I actually worked for Shaloub but here I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rewind it a second how did Dubai come into the picture for you? <coughs> totally randomly so my uh, my objective was to stay within Ralph Lauren I wanted mm -hmm. to move to New York to the headquarters but I was quite uh, young and I was just at I was a manager level, I think, at this time. And to move to New York, it was quite complicated because of the visa, because of, you know, that, you know, working in the US is not very easy all the time. So it was almost impossible for me to be relocated there. And London could have been an option as well, mm -hmm. but it just took a bit of time. And at some point I was like, okay, it's taking time. Let's just explore the world. And I just sent my CV left and right. And I got a head, head on terror connecting me. I was like, okay. got this role, it's for Dubai. It's like, okay, well, I'd never really thought about Dubai. Um, Did you know for, much of Dubai at the time? No, not much. I'd yeah. never been here. No idea, you know, like yeah. uh, Shaloub was actually one of our customers, okay. our retailers, actually distributors for the region. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, it's for actually for Shaloub. It's to be uh, like a brand manager for Ralph Lauren, for the region. It's like, okay, let's give yeah. it a try. Would work. 
And uh, yeah, I did my interviews on, on, on the phone at the beginning. And then I met uh, the team in, in Paris for my interviews, my final round of interviews. And I, I, I got the job. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. And your girlfriend at the time, you, you were still with your girlfriend yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how did she take it? Well, she, she, was, she was keen on moving as well. Mm. So she's a bit younger than me. And uh, she had just started a career. She was working for PNG Procter mm. in yeah. Geneva, which is a massive convention yeah, in huge. Geneva. And um, she was pretty happy. But Sam, she's like, yeah, okay, let's give it a chance. We can have you know, some adventure together. And uh, she was quite lucky because she got relocated by PNG as well. Mm -hmm. So I moved first. We always do that. I go first then she wraps up, you know, like where yeah. we are. I open up where we're so going. You, so so yeah. you don't do the packing. I, no, I don't. I, I receive the stuff and then I do the packing when it comes here. So it's we a have a system that you've got it's going on. Well, we're used to it system. now, you know, yeah. so we move quite a lot. So yeah, yeah, we're quite used to it now. But I uh, know she was keen, you know, on moving and, um, and moved here. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The first time I, moved to, I arrived in Dubai, my first three months, I didn't know anyone. Mm. I didn't know anything. And how did that feel? Because many people say it's quite lonely. It's, it's a it very was, challenging it was, time. It was tough. tough. It was really tough at the beginning. A couple of times I was by myself at the hotel. I was like, why did I do it? You know, yeah. but then I, I think I'm quite of a, of a fighter as well. I'm like, you know what? I did it. I decided to do it. I will make it work. And uh, in the end, I made it work. So I didn't stay that long at Shalhoub. I had the opportunity to actually move to Adidas after like a year, which was really good for me because closer to my, uh, let's say my, uh, the things that I liked. Uh, it's I, personality I, and yeah, yeah, everything. Identity. Exactly. Identity, personality, hobbies, everything. I yeah. like sport a lot as yeah. well. I said watch industry as well because it was in Geneva, but I love sport as well. Mm. I love football. I love all the sports. Uh, and basically for me to have the opportunity to move and work for like the biggest sports brand in the world was Amazing. Yeah. So this is what we met actually with that. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I was in charge of Adidas Originals, yeah. uh, which was uh, amazing. So we had so much fun on this uh, on this uh, work, on this job. Uh, we did a lot of things. Uh, you know, we can work with like I was talking about culture before, and I think when you work for Adidas, you have the opportunity to actually impact the culture yeah. with art, music, entertainment, skateboarding, a lot of uh, DJ. Like mm -hmm. uh, it, it was awesome, and I think we had a very strong also team back then, yeah. friends as well. Either within Adidas or also with the extended family, I would say, like the, uh, the influencers, the people that worked with us as like well. Like a lot of the sports brands in this region like have this. been very, very clever in that they have used yeah. culture yeah. as part of their as marketing a, as opposed as to the vehicle. product. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's very clever. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it makes a lot of sense because mm. you, I, I really believe in the, uh, I, I call it fame, fashion, mm. art, music, entertainment. Mm. And you can put actually sport either within the entertainment bit or the fashion bit yeah. and art to a certain extent as yeah. well. So I think it connects to that quite mm. well. And uh, and for me, that was actually just natural to be working with this uh, with this brand. And uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, stayed there for a couple of years, four years at different jobs. I was working on the style part, originals. Um, back then, they were looking for someone who had this fashion background, but also liked sport and knew mm. the, uh, the, the, the region. So I think that was matching quite well the, yeah. the needs. And then I moved into more of a brand marketing role, which was more about like uh, media, PR, digital, a bit of everything for different uh, regions and also the activation. So the Dubai Marathon, the World Cup, working with that uh, with a team on, on that. So you so that didn't was, get uh, much sleep. <laughs> no, yeah. But you know I when you to, like it. Uh, you, know, you don't need to. So you're like running on adrenaline, I guess, yeah. at that point. You know, no, and no, enjoyment, no. you know, enjoying your, oh, enjoying well, your you know, job. You're working on a great brand. Yeah. We're working on a very active brand yeah. that yeah. would have had one hell of a calendar of Marcoms going yeah. on through the year. So there wouldn't be much time to do anything else. Like you're out and about all the time. Oh, uh, no, you can always find time to do what you yeah. like, I feel. And, uh, you know, it's a big company. So you got a lot a of people. It's a great as well. thing. You know, you were, but I yeah. always say, I go, you, you, we get paid 
Like even working with events, I know we get, we have lots of hours and stuff, but we get to get paid to sort of yeah have fun have and socialize and enjoy it yeah. 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 most of the time. And I, I think this is have fun is a good point actually yeah. because yeah. I feel like when you work for a brand or for a company where you can have fun on your job, time goes past much exactly. faster. You know, yeah. so um, no, look, we had I think we had the right balance between work life and mm. uh, I think that was just the right time. I was younger, no kids, or so mm. like so a lot of uh, things happening. Back then, we used to go out quite a lot as well. You know, like being hangover at work was quite okay. <laughs> it's normal back then. Which is not the case anymore. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, I can't do it anymore. Uh, but uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, but uh, no, that was, uh, that, was, that, was, that was a fun time. And uh, look, at some point after four years uh, here, you know, like being, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know if being European is one thing or not. But for us, it was probably time to either stay in Dubai and basically like, Assume the fact that you will be staying here for a long time yeah. because you get used to Dubai, right? Your quality mm. of life is pretty good. Uh, you don't do anything by yourself. Mm. You were driving your big 4 by 4 on Sheikh Zayed, you know, like taking your holidays. Left you get and people right to drive it for you. Yeah, you don't do grocery shopping. Yeah. They deliver the, like, the, the gas now to your car, which was not the case back then. But uh, it's, it's very comfortable as a life. Uh, and we all know that here. Yeah. So, and again, coming back to what I was saying before, like being in a situation which is too comfortable, again, you're like, starting to think about this. So this is a very similar situation from leaving Geneva. Mm. You know, you're in Dubai now and you're thinking again, I'm comfortable when I move on. Exactly. Screw it. Let's do something else, you know. So we started to look around, uh, you know, like internally and externally, what we could do, where we could go. Uh, I had been to actually to Hong Kong back then uh, with my girlfriend slash wife on holidays and we loved Hong Kong. It was 2013, something like Mm -hmm. 12, 13. And we're like, okay, after Dubai, that's the next step. Let's go to Hong Kong. Never happened uh, in the end. Uh, it's complicated to find a job also, you know, when you are in Dubai, and it's quite far as well. So we never really managed to get something there. And, you know, at some point, you know, you can plan as much as you want, but you also need to give also like uh, a chance to like the, make through and the, like, the future yeah. to, to, to yeah. life, life, you know, let exactly. Exactly. And uh, we ended up in Amsterdam. So I got a job at uh, PVH. Uh, okay. So PVH is the group uh, which owns Tommy Hilfiger and Calvin Klein mm-hmm. and a few other brands. And we moved to Amsterdam, uh, which was a big, 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 big difference versus Dubai. Everyone told us, are you sure about this? Yeah. Uh, for different reasons, the weather, the culture, very mm, different. Very. Amsterdam is also very small, right? It's a yeah. nice city to go on holidays, but living in Amsterdam, could when you're not from, Yeah, it could be. I guess when you're from there, but depending on, on your uh, stage in your life as well, I think it could be pretty good. But Pretty quick, I realized that it was probably not the right move for us. Uh, we're like, we didn't have kids, but we're like married back then with my wife. Mm. Uh, and uh, I feel like I felt like either you we were like people who were much younger than us, going out a lot, or older than us with kids. So I, I felt like we're just in between a little bit. And it's kind of like an awkward moment where you're, yeah. you're not again. one of either. Exactly. And traveling also quite a lot because I was in charge of emerging markets. So mm-hmm. going to Greece, Romania, Morocco, like a bit of everywhere, everywhere, Saudi, so always on the plane, which was tiring as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie as well. You move to, you move back to Europe, uh, not as a very, not as a very senior person as well in a organization and your salary is not as good as what you could have had in yeah. Dubai. So in terms of purchasing power, that was also quite a, a big hit also mm-hmm. on us. And uh, yeah, well, like... Okay. What, what, what made you decide to say yes to the opportunity? Adventure again and trying yeah. to, you know, I feel like, um, especially me, like uh, being younger, we never listen to the uh, advices from anyone. <laughs> from like, the okay, older like, people. Are you sure you're going, you want to go there? 
You want to discover it yourself? Not? Yeah, you will see whether yeah. it's like it's windy, it's rainy, blah, blah, blah. It's uh, okay, but it's fine. We can, uh, we can do it. And uh, it, look, it was fun. Like it was, uh, we had a good mm. time. It was, we met like some cool people as well, some it's nice Amsterdam. people. It's Amsterdam, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was always, uh, was a nice time. Amsterdam is very cool in the summer. In the winter, a bit more complicated. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we uh, we didn't stay that much time here uh, in Amsterdam. We stayed like a, a year, I believe, because both of us got quite lucky. Actually, we just got back to our previous companies, our original companies. So my wife went back to PNG in Geneva and actually got a job back to Ralph Lauren mm. in Geneva as well. So she kind of uh, got full circle. Full like, circle, exactly. Well, one, se- one second though, if you, if <clears throat> you, for having the spirit of adventure and getting itchy feet every couple of years, why go back to Geneva? And- not try something else? Uh, I think that was a question of opportunity. I think that was also a question of, was a moment where we were starting about uh, talking uh, about kids as well. Ah, you know, okay. parents being not too far, family mm. being not too far as well. I think that was the moment where we could have okay. been like a bit more like in a quieter uh, position. And uh, and uh, we decided to move back to uh, to Geneva. And, uh, and you were ready for that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I was actually pretty fun to see that not much had changed mm-hmm. in those uh, like five, six years, you know, as opposed to Dubai where we left like, well, a lot of time and we came back and everything Completely changed. Different. You yeah, know, come back to this, I guess, crazy. at some point, yeah. But uh, yeah, we, uh, we we moved back there We uh, and then we kind of lived the like a uh, married couple uh, thingy, you know, uh, you buy a house, you buy, like, uh, you get kids uh, and you get a cat and... Uh, <laughs> so how did, how did it feel every time you basically started not acquiring, but took steps for stability. We, we took steps for stability, yes. But I feel like I was very lucky in my job as well because I got the opportunity to work on really cool projects all mm-hmm. the time. So I was in charge of the so the polo, uh, the polo brands in terms of, uh, of brand marketing mm-hmm. at some point. And I was also looking at all the sports partnerships as well. So I was going to Wimbledon every year, okay. uh, which was super cool as well. Yeah. Uh, and then my friends as well who were there as well. So that was also a good way to uh, to, to have a good time. Yeah. And Ralph is a very solid company as well. It's a very good brand. So uh, yeah, we just had a lot of fun doing that. So you still that. you still had the opportunities to sort of itch that travel. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So yeah. that made it. And the search for Do you know what I mean? Because like yeah. for me, it took me quite some time to start like settling because from i get the itchy feet yeah i'm like uh, no, so you know getting a place or getting a dog and all that I mean, stuff. It's quite significant. It's like now, this is like laying this is foundations now, and roots. There, there's 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 yet another reason why i can't move when yep. i want yeah yeah so you, you know so it's, it's, it's quite a yeah well that was the thing yeah. i'm like I, I can't just pack up and leave now i've got to consider this i've got to consider yeah. that and there's a real True. there's a moment yeah yeah no you, you you you're right but uh i don't know like that was uh there's also a mindset, maybe at, this, at a specific moment, you mm. know. Okay, we need, you know, like for we need uh, we need some stability. Uh, we got twins, so we got two little girls. Oh. Uh, well, four years and a half now, Ella yeah. and Nora. So they were born in Geneva, uh, and I was actually very good to be close from the family, mm. yeah. especially really when you got support. two. <laughs> oh yeah, that was really really tough. Um, was that a surprise? One. It was a big surprise. Yeah, yeah, but that was uh, that was a. It was tough. The beginning was really tough, you know, mm. because you have to handle two girls, two kids, not two girls, but two babies. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and you need to still like uh, be performant at work. And uh, it was uh, it was really really tough. But we had family, so I'm very grateful about yeah. that. Uh, what were some of the big the, the toughest moments? Because that's a big lifestyle shift. 
the toughest moment is when you have two babies screaming, crying 24-7 for a couple of weeks. And basically, you go to the office in the morning, yep. people, like they're crying. You leave your wife behind who's like, don't go. <laughs> and you come back in the evening, you know, you've been deliver, trying to deliver a bit of workout during the day. And you come back home and she's still like, crying. And, and she's, like, she's like, I'm ah. going to kill you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it, it happened for a couple of weeks uh, because, you know, you know, like for, it depends on the kids, obviously. Mm. Yeah. For us, yeah, like, they had like some, uh, I think it's colleagues. Colleague? Yeah, colleagues. Okay. Uh, so that was uh, that was Poor a bit babies. tough, yeah. So it was a bit tough on them, but then it uh, became uh, really good. And mm. uh, I think actually to have two kids now is really a blessing at the same time because it's done as well. It's you know? done. Most people try but there's always a gap between. Yeah. yeah, and 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 they're amazing. You know, they speak together, they play together, and so how on how did you feel, couple? How did you feel one when you realized they were twins? Yeah, and two when you actually held the two. <laughs> Well, when we realized that we were going to have twins, uh, we were super happy. Um, and for some reason, I always said to my wife that we're going to have twins. Uh, we don't have any twins in the family. So that was really weird. You Did know, you feel we, it? Was it intuition or? It's super weird. I don't know. Where we we're just sort of knew. Yeah, yeah mm. really, really bizarre. And uh, we, we, we got twins. So, and uh, yeah, no, we we're just super happy about this. And uh, yeah, the first time that you see them, you're like, whoa, <laughs> you know, and clearly like, it's like, wow, yeah, it's, it's two little like shrimps, you know, like very little. <laughs> it must have been and, terrifying uh, at the same time. Yeah, but you don't really have the time to think about this. To be got honest. you. Uh, you know they are here, and then you need to, you need to deal with it. Yeah, you need to deal with it. Yeah. How how soon were you guys home with the with the babies? Uh, I would say what one one week, maybe something wow. like this. I don't remember exactly. I would say one week. Yeah, one week. Because sometimes they, you know, you want to stay in the hospital. You're know, like, I want to stay with this infrastructure. Or you yeah. go home, it's Support. real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you also want to be back in your bubble yeah. because you know, like hospital, like sleeping mm. in the hospital is uh, it's not great. Yeah, and uh, Geneva, the hospitals are very good, and uh, mm. and so on. But still, you know, like being home. Mm by yourself and I feel like when you go out of the hospital you also want to reconnect as a family mm. as well yeah give a space and time yeah exactly exactly so it's what we did for a couple of, uh, of days and you got family visiting and still you know our, our families were very respectful giving us time and space as well so we've got the best families as well honestly mm. so that was really good and uh, yeah and then we uh, and then COVID uh, hit you know uh, COVID oh, happened wow. uh, in when was that 2020 2020 basically Three years February, ago. March, 2020. It yeah, exactly. Really so they were, uh, they were a year and a half, the girls. And, uh, you know, working from home uh, was actually pretty good. We were very lucky. Because, so they were a um, year and a half when COVID hit? Yes, okay. correct. I think so. There was small. I think there was, yeah, yeah, because we were born in October. I'm lost in the time. So yeah. everyone is doing this period, I guess. But uh, I think it was actually, for us, it was, uh, it was actually a pretty good moment because mm. work was pretty quiet for a while uh, because you know like fellow and everything you yeah. know, so for a couple of weeks so we could really like reconnect together we had the chance to have like a garden the weather was amazing and we could also like connect with our neighbors who are our friends back then as well so we had we had a great time uh, well, so it's a good, a good positive of, experience for well, it. it yes it's a bit of a it ends up being a bit of a blessing for you because you actually got to see your babies yeah exactly because yeah. normally time you them. wouldn't yeah. before so well, not not in the same capacity yeah so so ralph was pretty uh, pretty nice because they gave us one full month of paternity leave so i took that away mm -hmm. when they were born which was great but then yeah exactly to spend like a couple of weeks really four of us mm. I think that was great because mm. you can never do that otherwise you know no. like it's impossible mm. so I think that was really a good moment yeah we all agree that COVID was terrible for many different reason, mm. reasons but at least for this mm. it was a positive that was a positive yeah, element for us and uh, and that's the moment where we decided to you know we were living in a in a very cool place we're living in a 
it was a small castle actually at the border of Geneva which was split into different apartments and we're all living together like pretty cool young people like, like a couple so we were like doing barbecues in the garden uh, my wife is also like a yoga instructor so she was giving yoga like lessons to the other people during COVID as well which was honestly a good time Yeah. and at this time we realized that okay living in a let's say a, like a like in, in a bubble with other people is fun, but maybe it's also time for us to build our own house. Mm. So actually right after COVID, we, we, we bought a piece of land and we started to build a house with the willingness to actually move there at some point. And in between, I got bored. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a reoccurring there's, pattern. There's that it. Again, yeah, course, that like, um, exactly. Again, and this is where this like discussion happened. Okay, internally, shall we go back? I, I wanted to say Ralph Lauren, but okay, I was like, do we move to New York? Do we move to Hong Kong? Because there was the big offices for Ralph. It was yeah. London, Geneva, New York, and Hong Kong, the big offices. And I had a great job. That was really cool. I was looking at all the special projects for Ralph. Mm -hmm. So like collaboration with like Keith, Brown, Salando, yeah. ASOS. Again, the sports partnerships as well. Uh, great management uh, that I had. Cool colleagues as well. On paper, nothing to complain about again, you know, and my wife had a good job. She was working for L'Occitane, uh, like the make, the, the, mm -hmm. the, the, yeah. the, the cream, uh, the skin uh, beauty, beauty brand. And um, again, like family, friends, everything, can't complain, you know, but, you know, exactly. Still looking okay. for something else. What do we do? Yeah. So I had a chat with my boss. I said, okay, could we think about maybe like moving to New York or Hong Kong? And Hong Kong, I think is a bit different today versus 2013 as well. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, sure. We can look into something for you, but you know, like uh, think about like your family now. So your priorities holidays. are different now. Yeah, exactly. You need to think about like the, the, the schools mm. and the holidays and the taxes and everything. It's like, yeah, think about this, give it a go and tell me what you think. And it's where I wanted to put things together. Like, Maybe it's not the right moment. Maybe mm. later, you know. So how or, how old were the girls at that stage? It, it was uh, it was back in two. So when are we now? Twenty twenty three. That was in twenty twenty one. I would say. Okay, so that would have been about a couple years two, two years, two years or something. Old? Yeah, exactly. So still time to be able to travel, not uh, and yeah. not quite have to worry about school as such. Well, yeah. Thinking about it, but, but start thinking yeah. about you have it. To, but like yeah. you could have gone. Well, you know, you could have gone. You might be there for a few years. If you, yeah, if you're going to be there any longer, then you have to yeah, put them exactly. In yeah, but you need to think about. Uh, you need to be very pragmatic as well. Mm. You know, like about like your work permit for your wife as well. Yeah. This yeah. kind of stuff. You know, going yeah. to the US is not an easy one. No, you know, like not at said, all. It's not complicated. And same in Europe when you're not European to mm. move to Europe, it's not an easy one as well. Mm. So it's all those considerations that you need to take into uh, consideration. And and basically, I was not too sure. You know and. And uh, so I was starting to look for a job, not super intensively, but still, you know, like a little bit. And at some point, uh, I got the opportunity to move to Dyson, which I never thought about. I was going to say, yeah, that's, that's quite random. Yeah, because it's a complete shift from the world of like fashion and that yes cultural and no. lifestyle. So yes and no, I don't think so. I think it's yes in terms of product, obviously. Yeah. But, but it's still luxury. Voila. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about like the same target group. You're talking about a Got product. You. For me, Dyson is beyond like just like the technology. It's also like a super like a desirable brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would compare totally Dyson to like a Apple, Tesla. Yeah. You know, like this is this kind of brand. Very premium. Yeah. And innovative. Innovative, yeah. uh, groundbreaking. And this is the things that really like interested me, you mm. know, when I started to do the interviews for it. And, you know, I told my office like, yeah, I got this uh, potential opportunity to move back to Dubai for Dyson. She was like, it's never going to happen. I was like, okay, let's try. Because she was not too keen to move back mm. at this stage yeah. because she was in a very comfortable place uh, with a job and with like everything that we said before. And, um, Still went for the interviews and 
every step. So I was like, yeah, you know what? It's going pretty well. You know, like, uh, I don't know. I can, I kind of feel it, you mm. know, and I had a good connections with my current manager and uh, ultimately I, I, I got the job. And, you know, when you get the contract in front of you and you're like, okay, what do we do? Do what we now? take it? <laughs> yeah, do we know? Or do we just scratch yeah. it and say, okay, fine. That was fun. But actually we'll stay in Geneva because we have a good life. Yeah. And we decided to actually do it again. Yeah. So What tipped the scales? Uh, I think that was the again the adventure uh, element. Uh, but it's coming, it's coming back to somewhere you've been. So you yeah, can argue, very, is it still an adventure? Yes, I think it is for different reasons because yeah. now we've got kids. Yeah, yeah. so it's a completely it's, different it's experience. A different adventure. Completely oh, different. Different adventure, and everything is different. Like uh, many areas of Dubai are, mm. are very different. Yeah. Uh, there's whole like, new areas of Dubai. Yeah, <laughs> like we live in, a, in an area which was not existing yeah. When, yeah. when we were there before, you know. So the whole city is different. The demographics are different as well. Uh, the atmosphere is different. Mm. Our needs are different as well. Like I would say, I would not care as much as before about like the nightlife and this kind the brunches. of stuff. Brunches. I have not been brunching for the past year and a half since I arrived. So there's yeah. no time. Yeah. Not, not no time, but like no desire to do because, it. Because your priorities are different now. Because the priorities are different, exactly. So I would say that, yes, it was a matter of being adventurous again in a different environment, having kids to take mm -hmm. care of as well. And for me, I always wanted to give my kids an international education as well. Yeah. I think that I've been surrounded by uh, expats my whole uh, career now. And I feel like the, 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 the people who have the chance to live abroad, to mm -hmm. meet like different cultures, I think they, their their mind is so much more open. And that's what we yeah. wanted to give to our kids. And that would have been more challenging being based in France, I assume. Geneva, you can because Geneva yeah. is also very international. Yeah. But still, if you don't want to be involved and like like immersed within the international like uh, environment, yeah. you don't have to. Okay. Meaning that let's say that everything is in French. Your team yeah. is in French. People around you are. French speaking, speaking most yeah. of the time. Okay, yeah. you got a lot of people working for PNG, the United Nations, who are like... Actually, there's some big organizations. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got yeah. pretty big ones for sure. So it's worth when you walk in the city in Geneva, you you hear a lot of English, mm. Italian, yeah. Spanish, okay. Portuguese, Arab, a lot of languages. Yeah. But being French, it's not so much an adventure. It's I not enough. Say. Yeah. It's, it's probably not enough. I'm mm. sure it will be again at some point mm. because I think it has a quality of life in Europe. Yeah. I don't think there's better than Geneva. Uh, yeah. Maybe there is in Southern Europe. Uh, who knows? Let's see. But Probably the next uh, adventure. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Four <laughs> years time. <laughs> but you know, that's the thing. You know, we, we always try to plan, but in the end, we never really managed to really follow what we were planning. Yeah. Like again, coming back to Dubai was not really an objective. There was more mm -hmm. an, an opportunity. Moving to, to, to Amsterdam was not an objective. It was an opportunity. Moving to Dubai the first time, same. There was not an objective. That was again... Yeah a chance that we took. So sometimes we talk, we know with Mass, okay, what's next? We want to stay longer in Dubai. Do we want to move somewhere else? Do we want to do a world tour? You know, there's many things yeah. on the table at the moment and we're not in a rush. Like, okay, you know what? Inshallah, we'll mm -hmm. see how, how things are going to go. But to come back to, to your question, I think, you know, like coming back to Dubai with kids, I think that was also like playing it safe in terms of adventure because, well, because it's a safe environment. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because... Schools are pretty decent. I think they're pretty good for them, at least at their age, you know, to try to understand. It's very multicultural. Mm -hmm. uh, their teacher is Indian. Their assistant teacher is from Philippines. Uh, their their nanny is from Sri Lanka. Yeah. Their best friend is from Saudi. So they're exposed uh, to all this culture at a very young age. It's so cool. 
sometimes they come home they're like yeah ni hao like, <laughs> like what, what? Like, oh, no. like, yeah yeah it's like this girl from school she told me that in Chinese to say hi that was this like wow it, how cool is that you it know? honestly yeah. is one of the best gifts you can give your kids like it's, it's yeah. the one thing that I've been grateful to my parents for yeah. giving me yeah like, 100% and mm. I, I would say also the language as well because I feel like when you grow up in France, in the French environment, learning English is mm. not always the easiest. I think mm. the way, at least at my generation, the way we used to learn English was a bit rubbish. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, you learn how to speak English when you move abroad. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. And I see it now, you know, they've been here. So they moved to Dubai in August, like, up, like eight months ago. And they speak a very good English now. And sometimes they correct me with yeah. my accent. I still have a very <laughs> heavy accent, as you can hear. But they, they come to me like, yeah, no, you should not say uh, hi, it's hi. Like, <laughs> you're what? Like, you're four and a half. I've, like, I've yeah. just been four and a half. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, to speak French? Yeah, okay. Well, so, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, but I that must it, make you feel really proud. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yeah. super wow. happy about that. So, no, I think that was the right decision that we took mm. to, to come here. It's not always easy because obviously the family is far and, you know, like sometimes, you know, you know, like it's a bit uh, complicated for them to see their grandparents as well, but our yeah. parents come as well from time to time. You know, we're lucky to have them to, mm. they're in a good shape, they are, they are young, they are uh, like dynamic and they want to come here as well and they're happy to come here in but Dubai. It's not so. as far, it's not too far. No, it's direct flight. Yeah. I feel yeah. like when it's direct, direct yeah. flight, you can really handle yeah. it. And the time difference is nothing as well. So you can, it's, it's yeah. manageable very easily. Yeah. So, so yeah, so yeah, that's where we are today. We're grateful to be here, grateful to be in Dubai because I still believe that Dubai yeah. today is one of the best cities in the world mm -hmm. uh, for many reasons. And uh, yeah. Let's How see. does it feel second time around? Yeah. It feels, it feels... Uh, so it must be completely different from, obviously when you were here, just from like a, I guess like a physical point of view because it's mm -hmm. evolved so much, but also from like your own personal circumstances, you know? Yeah. 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 For some reason, when, so I moved first uh, by myself in Feb, uh, for Valentine's, uh, okay. left my wife behind and my packing. kids behind. <laughs> she was uh, doing the packing. I'm Happy not gonna Valentine's lie. Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like leaving everyone behind, like early was, hard. was really hard. Yeah. But I did a few back and forth, you know, like uh, during the, 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 those six months, and she came as well. Like, uh, but it was it was pretty hard. Leaving was hard. Once you're on the plane, it was okay. Mm. Then obviously you had sometimes so it was a bit like, why am I doing this? You again. know, like again, yeah. it's like really the right thing. But yeah. It. And then you know you you again together, and then it's easier. Um, what's the question again? How does it feel? How did it yeah. feel? I've, it felt like, for some weird reason, like being home again. Okay. Uh, when you land in Dubai, I don't know if you feel that as well, but when yeah. I feel when when you land in Dubai, the smell at the airport, There's the colors, everything, something. you're like, shoo, you, you, you sort of exhale, again. don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's, it's the weirdest feeling. It's that you exhale. Yeah. yeah. You just in this. Uh, there's a lot of like uh, Instagram videos at the moment you see like people who are actually like getting outside of their bodies mm. actually when they mm. land in Dubai it was a bit of the same uh, feeling you know it was like oh, okay it's actually feeling like being home but then okay you need to start looking for a house you need to start it's looking all for over a car again. and everything start everything over again yeah. and you f and, and then you remember and that was that was a bit of a pain you know like to set up everything mm. your no. visa your no. bank account it's not easy it's not easy but at least you know easy, from the first easier time easier than the last time you were here though much easier yeah. much yeah. easier it took it didn't take me that much time to actually like uh, get around everything I think like uh, in two months I had everything covered so that the house the car uh, like the visas, like everything was covered. And uh, yeah, then uh, we had friends from before that left and came back as well, same as us. Then you make new friends as well. Yeah. 
uh, and you discover the city in a different way again, you know, like uh, you discover playgrounds, you discover <laughs> <laughs> those places. It's where a completely you different no experience idea. from before. Yeah, very different. And I feel like also Dubai became much more sustainable as a city as well. You see like mm. people are cycling a bit more around, yeah. which was one of the things which we're not too sure about because at least in Geneva, you know, like there is a very strong sustainability, mm. uh, let's say, um, mindset from everyone mm. you know you're very careful what mm -hmm. you consume you need to be sustainable in your life pretty much and in dubai 2010 2014 it was not really the case yeah. now still not fully there yet but you see there's a lot of efforts yeah. from the from i was about to say from the brand from the city <laughs> and from from the people as well so yeah. i think they're going there and what shocked me is that everyone is so entrepreneur here yeah. uh, but look at you guys first of all uh, dan like what you built yeah. here as well is amazing and i feel like every time You speak to someone here, they're like, oh yeah, I'm doing this job, but I'm also doing this, this, and this, yeah. and this too. It's like, a hustle. What? Yeah. How are you managing to do this? Yeah. And I think it's also something which is also like giving you energy, I yeah. feel, you know? And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great, uh, great feeling, I feel. Yeah. So what's next? No idea. You're sticking around for a while. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> Until like, you're itchy could, feet again. Could you see yourself calling Dubai home? My whole life, you mean? Well, let's not go as far as retirement, but for like the kids to... For now. I, I think least. that no matter what happens, I feel like Dubai will always be home, mm. no matter what happens. Staying in Dubai, look, I don't know. Anything can happen. Yeah. Like, honestly, could leave Dubai in two months, could stay in Dubai for the next 10 years. Yeah. Again, we learned that planning was not always the, uh, the easiest. You know, I never really managed to uh, to make it work, so... Why not, clearly, but uh, also, you know, like if there is something cool somewhere else at some point, uh, always keep your, your eyes open. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's important to not be too stubborn. I think it's important. I'm talking about, you know, like before for the kids to be like open-minded. And I think this is what we're trying to do here, to yeah. be here as well, be open-minded about what's next. Yeah. And uh, let's see, you know, I'm going to be 40 actually in uh, September, uh, which is quite a milestone here. It gets better. Uh, yeah. I like being in my 40s. It's a good age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really care to be no. honest. I think age is a number in the yeah. end. But uh, it also feels like if you want to do something a bit crazy, it's also the moment to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So... Who knows, you know, like uh, I don't close any doors to anything. We don't close any doors to anything with, uh, with my wife. And yeah. I will, uh, we'll see. Inshallah, again. You know? nice. There you go. We're going we're gonna to keep a, keep an eye out for you crazy then. Yeah. Boris, thank you so much for joining us for, for the conversation. It was really nice uh, to very, hear your very story. Cool. Welcome back. Fun, yeah. Yeah. Say, say back. hi to the family. I will, for sure. Thank cool. you, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Cool. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Rooted Within. If you like this episode, please make sure you drop a follow so you never miss an episode in the future. Rooted Within with Lily and Dan.